You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Blog Talk Radio. Faster 
on things since Hurricane Katrina. Uh, so I think they uh, acted a little bit faster than what they previously Well, you know they're not going to get credit for that, right? Of course. Of course. God, God forbid they give, you know, the Obama administration credit for doing anything in a timely fashion. I'm just saying. But we definitely want to send out our our prayers and thoughts. I think uh, the last time I checked, I think they said that the death total was at eight. Um, you know, we pray that it doesn't get any higher than that. And uh, over here at the Middleman Talk Show, we just want to send our our, our yeah. prayers out to all those families. We all know what a hurricane can do and how can it, how it can affect us. Trust us. We're all from Mississippi. Myself, I'm from the yeah. coast. I know firsthand what these hurricanes can do. So. Uh, we definitely, our thoughts and our prayers are with you guys, with your families, and, you know, we wish everybody just the best of health and everything. Hey, yeah. My thing is, too, uh, when I was thinking about the people uh, affected by the hurricane, and, you know, I, you know, me, I'm more consciously thinking, I'm thinking about those homeless people that don't have nowhere else to go. Like, I'm wondering what did they do. Did, you know, I know some probably went to uh, some of the shelters in the area. But for those who don't have anywhere to go, I mean, I'm just really just thinking about what did they do during that time for the hurricane, man. It's, you know, it's, it's, just, it's just something to think about. Well, I know in New York in particular, you know, for a lot of them, you know, the, the transit system in New York, it runs, you know, 24 hours a day. However, uh, going into this, when they declared state of emergency, uh, for the first time, they shut down. The transit system. So you're absolutely right. That you have yeah. to think that's hundreds and hundreds of homeless people that were relying on their transit system to give them some type of safe harbor that they now yeah. don't have. Mm-hmm. And anybody yeah. that's listening in, if you're in the New York area, if you have any information, or if you're in the D.C. area or Virginia area, go ahead and give us a call seven one eight five zero eight nine nine seven two. Let us know what's going on down there. Let us know what's going on. You know, because the news is only going to tell us so much. We need to know what's really going on so that we can pass that over to our listeners and try to get some things done to help in any way that we can. Yeah, I got a cousin, man, that lives in Newport News, Virginia. Well, he's not living, but he's up that way uh, handling some business. But uh, he was telling me that they're without power right now. And uh, he said the only place that got power in the area is the projects. Wow. Mike Vick grew up at. Wow. It's the only place I got power. Yeah. Oh, hey, man, shout out to Black Man 37 for tuning in this week with us, man. We miss you a couple of shows there, brother. Appreciate you for tuning in. Oh, yeah, always. Always got some good feedback and everything. Big supporter. Good. Big shout out to him. Hey, man, um, one thing that we want to make sure you guys know, we are going into the political season. We're about to gear up. Everybody's out on the campaign trail right now. We have some crazies from a Tea Party that's leading the Republican, nomi- you know, the Republican field as far as for the nominees. Uh, our President Barack Obama is still trying to fight off them and the people in his party. So we want to make sure that we let everyone know out there, please pay attention to what's going on. Spread the word for those that don't know anything about politics. You know, ease them up in there. You know, let them know a little bit about what's going on. He- and if they feel like they don't want to know anything about them, let them know. Hey, man, this is going to affect you as much as you probably think it won't. So mm-hmm. let's keep our and hands up. And if you, don't, if you yourself don't know, 
you know, it, it never hurts to ask. Uh, well, one thing that we're going to do is we're going to start giving a little bit of political advice. But we know that a lot of people, they go out and they work. They might not live. Just like you were saying, your friend in Newport News, you know, you have people that are registered to vote somewhere, but they're off working somewhere else. So if you don't know how to do an absentee ballot, you know, we're going to try our best to show everybody how to do things. And I yeah. would say that, um, you know, I always try to tell people that, you know, I don't care who you vote for as long as you vote. But I want to put something very important on everybody's mind. Realize the state that this country will be in if we get a Tea Party member elected mm. to be the president. Right. Right. Just honestly, I can't tell you who to go out there and vote for. I can't make you go out there and vote, period. I would hope that when you do vote, that you vote not only on a presidential level, but you vote on a state level. You vote on a on a local level. Everybody mm-hmm. counts. The president can't do it all on his own. So just the same yet, care and, and the same care that you take in electing the president, take the same care into electing your local officials. That's right. That's right. And if you're unaware of people, you know, um, the Tea Party is making a strong impact very fast. Very oh yeah, and because uh, I can remember just you know briefly hearing about the Tea Party uh, back in '08, but I'm pretty sure they've been in, in existence longer than that. But I was actually seeing people in my local area, you know, with the Tea Party tags on their car, and I remember talking to Kevin like, "What the? What is a Tea Party?" And you know, he and I had had the discussion about it, and then next thing we know, we're like wide open on CNN, you know, the Tea oh, Party. Yeah. Like, Right. I know something very disrespectful that I did, man, to one of the members of the Tea Party that, you know, my job, I deal with a lot of different people. And uh, I was talking to them, and I wasn't really fully aware that they was a Tea Party member. And uh, I was talking to them, I said, yeah, you know, those tea baggers, I call them tea baggers, dog. And uh, <laughs> they got really offended by that. But, you know, I told I didn't mean any harm, but um, I said I can respect your political views, but at the same time I don't agree with what you say. But definitely, definitely, and we need to make sure we get social awareness to what's going on with our political, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, um, events that we're about to have coming up. That's not even what I want to say, but you know what I mean. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's very important to be in the know. Right. Do you, you, can't, you can't complain about Washington if you don't do anything to change it. Don't think that one vote can't make the difference. Trust me, you mm-hmm. can't. And and this time around, we need every vote we can get. Right. Don't think I just remember. because oh President Obama is in the office that that means he's going to be able to stay in the office. Don't think that if you don't get out and you're not proactive about it, we will have because it's just like just like we said a little bit earlier. The leading people in the Republican Party are members of the Tea Party. Yep. So, there's something to think about. You don't really want that. Tell you not. So, what are we talking about today, fellas? Now, today, people, we are talking about today's subject is hidden sexuality in media. Everybody has seen this, have noticed things on TV, movies, and everything. Now, the question that we want to, you know, start off with you all is: Have you ever looked at a cartoon and noticed that it was not for for children? Are you able to spot a part of the movie that was intended for adults only? And that's pretty much like in like in children's movies. Like Kevin brought up, 
you know, Shrek. You know, a lot of scenes in Shrek that really shouldn't have been in that movie. So we all see that sexuality has become more dominant in the media form as far as different types of topics that they, they that they put out there. Now, sometimes the media attempts to subliminally play sexuality in commercial ads, television shows, music, and children television shows and movies. Now, the question is, why are some of the programmers hiding sexuality in certain forms of media? Does sex really sell, or does it just appeal more to our nature? And we're also going to discuss why is racism, sexism, and classism always targeted at young girls and children? Now, there are a lot of things that we can discuss with this particular topic, so if you have something that you want us to point out on today's show, make sure you dial 718 508 If you're on the chat board, place your comments there. Um, this is a very interesting topic, and we want to try to go and get into it as soon as possible. So, um, hey, let's do it, people. Now, here's my thing. Let, 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 let me kind of kick this off for a second. Even when we were kids, we watched these cartoons. These were our favorite cartoons. And then as you become a, a teenager and go into your adult years, you may only catch them every now and then. You ever just sit back down and just really watch cartoons? You don't have anything else to do. Some of the cartoons we grew up on were on some of the most racist sexist cartoons that you could ever think of. And see, now it's gotten even worse because they can't mix it with advertising. You guys remember Joe Camel? Mm-hmm. Remember how that was di- That was pretty much directly targeted at kids. So... Well, I, I can see that. I can see that. It was, I mean, come on. It was a cartoon character. Yeah, every every kid, as you see a cartoon character, you're immediately drawn to it. Mm-hmm. Remember, they cut that out. They cut out a lot of things yeah, that were did. directly in advertising targeted towards kids. But as they did that, the cartoons became more suggestive. Yeah. SpongeBob, just like uh, Kevin said a little earlier, Shrek, I think that first Shrek movie, my goodness. <laughs> like, really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, it's a lot and of I things you just don't pay attention to if you're not really paying attention to it, though. You can overlook it very easily. I don't think so, though. Not anymore. These well, kids are a lot smarter now. These, they're a lot smarter. They're a lot te- more technically sound. Think about this. You know, when we when we saw something on TV when we were kids, we had to wait for the rerun. These kids got YouTube. They got on demand. They got everything now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so it, it's. So now they can go back and they can catch it, even if it's something that seems a little weird to them. They can go back and look at it over and over and over again. And now with YouTube, you have these different things where they talk about the cartoons and the hidden messages in them, so the kids can see that too. Right. And now the search criteria is so, um, you know, strength based that you can actually just type in a certain thing that you want to look up on that particular episode. You can pull it up quickly. Well, you know what, mm-hmm. fellas, man, I really wanted to save this until we got a little bit more people um, into the conversation a little bit further along in the show, but I do have a clip for this today. And since you guys are speaking on uh, the, the the sexuality of the cartoons that we have out there right now, I got a clip that I want to play for you guys. And uh, we're going to give okay. it a second round. We'll make sure this one is loaded up right. Y'all going to trip off with this because 
it's just suggestive, man. Some of the things that our kids are subjected to, man, is is crazy. And we sit down right there and watch it with them and don't explain to them that these things are subliminal to the mind. And sometimes we don't even realize that it's subliminal to the mind. Now, this is the first clip right here. These are subliminal messages and cartoons that we've all loved and watched over the time. Y'all check this out. You are listening to the Middleman Talk Show on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, here we go. Who wants to lick my cheeks? Hey, Cosgrove, how come you never got married? Because I like meat too much. You could be married and still eat a lot of meat. I didn't know that. Why, Grandmama, what big red eyes y'all have. And the big ugly old wolf says, the better to see y'all with my dear. That wolf is nasty, huh, Bunny? Nasty as a one-eyed snake, sugar. Oh, He's been up on the roof ever since he saw your report. Really? Doing what? Coming mm -hmm. to a decision. <laughs> oh, son of a bitch, son of a bitch, son of a bitch, son of a bitch, son of a gun. <laughs> you thought I was going to say son of a bitch, didn't you? No, no, no. Fingerprints. I don't think so. Gary! Uh, I was just looking for the first channel, Gary. Sorry, we pull up. Won't have room for another 20 minutes. You wait? We have premature departure. You can have room now. How long you want? Just till tomorrow. All night? Okay. Sheila? Here we are, Barney Boy Costumers. What kind of costume are you going to get? Well, uh, I'm going to get something that makes me look tall. How about another head? <laughs> another one? What do I need three of them for? <laughs> I don't want to miss out on a second of this beautiful beauty. Me either. Who wants to get all dirty anyway? Yeah, and sweaty. Besides, I think we'd know who'd get to the top first. Yeah. Ah, me. Well, wow. that was the clip right there. Some of those <laughs> cartoons you guys may remember, some you may not. We're going to post that actual video up. And once you get the visual oh. of uh, some of the things they talked about, you'll really be like, wow, this is what they're really putting in the cartoons now. Now, there was one when you heard some slurping that was Patrick. Uh, he was building a sandcastle, and it turned out to look like a penis, and he was leaking on it. Mm. Wow. Yo. There was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in there, SpongeBob, uh, you heard... Uh, uh, look, Porky Pig said bitch. They did. Clearly. And since you thought I was going to say son of a bitch. <laughs> Bonnie Rubble said, what do I need three heads for? Right. I already got two. I remember that episode. I remember that episode. Yep. And I actually got that Ninja Turtle movie. <laughs> yeah. Coming. <laughs> really. 
That's not funny. Wow. It's it just what it is, my man. Well, you know, it's it's a few more out there. Like one, I think one of the more famous ones. I don't know if you guys, you know, remember the movie The Little Mermaid. But the castle that the Little Mermaid lived in. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, part of the castle was drawn like a penis. Yep. Now here's the crazy thing. The rumor was that the artist who designed it was pretty. He was, he was a disgruntled artist. He was about to get fired. And so he went ahead and he just drew it like that to kind of mess with him. Mm-hmm. Made it subliminal. He later came out and said that, no, that wasn't the case. I didn't do that. I just, I was in a rush to do it and I didn't realize what it looked like. And he said that he didn't know or realize anything about it until a member of his youth group at his church told him that, hey, the castle looked like a, you know, like a situation. Right. He, knew what my biggest, he didn't know what it was. Like, I mean, come on now. He knew what it was. I can remember, you remember the movie Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. We'll get to that in a second. Let's go ahead and get into the question, but we're going to get into that in a second because I got a list. I got a full list where, you know, she didn't splash her business, but go ahead. Let's get into this list. Now, as far as... Um, question of the day now are the programmers like really just hiding sexuality in certain forms of media are they doing it on purpose or are you just really just trying to test the FCC laws and regulations I want to say they're trying to test them yeah but at the same time you got to think about how long this is going on you have to think that the things that we deem as shock value now Particularly with like the Looney Tunes, which you know goes the Looney Tunes, Tom and Jerry, all these go back to the you know the, the older cartoons. These are some of the oldest cartoons that were out. A lot of these things were socially acceptable at the time. Right. It was socially acceptable to be racist when Bugs Bunny first came out. I.e., the episode where he's with Yosemite Sam, and uh, Yosemite Sam has on a Confederate uh, costume, yeah. and next thing you know, Bugs Bunny is in blackface. Hands Yosemite Sam a whip and screaming, "Please don't beat me, Massa! My whole body yeah. is tired, Massa!" Yeah. <laughs> now to us, yeah. that's shocking now. But that was the norm. Mm-hmm. Don't forget, just like I always say, we're only forty years removed from Jim Crow. Mm-hmm. That's true. So these are things that were socially acceptable then, and I think it kind of lets us know where the country was at that time that you actually put these type of images into the mind of, minds of kids, it's a hidden agenda, in my opinion. Now, you know, one that, thing, that's man, racism like, at an early age. The key word that we all look at, man, one, one thing that we, the key word we're looking at, man, is, is hidden. And that's the biggest thing that a lot of us really don't pay attention to, man, because if it's not brought out to the forefront, then, therefore, we won't think about it, like the, the, the Coca-Cola cans that had sex on the side. Uh, all these things, man, are done for a particular reason, man, to get you to buy a product, act a certain way, just like the subliminal right. messages of you always hear black people can't read. And that's one thing we should get at our co-host about, especially me. When you say something so many times, it becomes subliminal. And especially yep. with sex, man, that's why our kids are oversexed with every record that you hear on the radio. It's not even the fact that they're not being blatant with it anymore. They're just being, you know I mean? They're just being overly blatant with it. Wide open. It's not yep. hitting anymore. You know, there was songs 
that that Marvin Gaye back in the day when you know when we were younger, they had records that you like you said, Nick, you had to think about it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But now it's just I want to put you to bed. Yep. You know what I'm saying, girl? Take your clothes off. And that's well, exactly what like it is. And then with, with 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 television, even with cartoons, man. There's, I mean, with kids, man, the little girls, they're going directly at them. I mean, they, they're not testing the FCC, man. The FCC is like part, I believe they're part of it, honestly. Because the FCC catches this. Now, I'm not being funny. They get paid to catch these things. Mm. And if we can catch them, like, I, I feel like we're some intelligent brothers, but let's just be honest. This stuff is easy to catch. Right. And the FCC gets paid to catch these things. Now, Janet Jackson's titty comes out. Excuse me, her oh, breast comes out. Problem. On the Super Bowl, it's a, it's a national tragedy. Right. Yet, there's an advertisement for the Beavis and Butthead movie right after it. Mm-hmm. There you go. There you go. But what's more detrimental to society? The condom commercials. I mean, come on, dude. I can I can respect safe sex, but some of this stuff they're not doing it, and especially if you remember years ago, majority of these type programs would come on after what eight o'clock. Prime yeah. time was at eight o'clock, therefore most kids were where in the bed. Eight to mm-hmm. nine o'clock. After nine o'clock, you start seeing more things that was a little bit more racier. Um, now, man, you can turn it on the doggone daily soap opera and see somebody dry humping in the bed. Here's one, Spongebob on in the middle of the day, and he's cussing out Mr. Crab. Sure will. <laughs> sure will. Sure will. And see, that's another thing. Down. You have to look at the level of exposure to it now. Because now at the point, it's not at the point that it's like, okay, for us, yeah, the cartoons came on in the afternoon, but that was for a couple of hours, and then after that, it was regular TV. But we wanted to see cartoons in an extended format. We had to wait. Until Saturday morning Cartoons are on now 24-7 So now These messages are being drilled Into these kids' heads Over and over and over and over That's true And, it, and it's just at this point It's like, okay, what Even if you, even if we had the hidden messages Back in the day, like I said It wasn't on in the frequency Where we could catch those hidden messages It wasn't even on in the frequency Where our parents could catch those hidden messages but now, the fact that it's on 24 hours a day, it's on demand, it's on YouTube, it's all over the Internet, they have, they're exposed to it, so now these kids are oversexed. Nick, you know, it's funny that you said that it's really over a lot of the kids' heads. Uh, man, I remember going to see Shrek in the theaters with my kids and my wife. There were so many adults catching the <laughs> They were catching all the little, you know, the little subliminal messages in there. And the oh, kids yeah. were like, why are they laughing? Especially when Pinocchio <laughs> did, you know, no shout out. You know, the little yeah. thing they were talking about. He was, yeah. like, it was a lot of stuff in that one, man, yeah. especially with Donkey. Right. Yeah, you want to know how bad it was. was funny, but it was, it was really When Shrek came out, I took my church choir there. Ooh. I've never sat. On, I took my youth choir to see it. I've never sat in a theater and cringed more. Because I'm laughing because I'm like, oh, my gosh. It's funny because I can catch it, but at the same time, I'm looking at these kids like, oh, my Lord, what is about to happen? Hmm. I don't know. It, it, it's, it, it's just it's crazy to me because you look at it, and now it's not just in the cartoons because these kids, have they have access to everything. Everything is so 
based on advertising now. Yep. Everything about it. The like you remember back uh, in the day. Man, we talked about this a couple of days ago, and, and for all those that's out there listening right now, I know y'all seen a little web episode of the Skittles commercial where the dude was having sex and he burst out Skittles when he ejaculated. All I mean, even though that's face, not regular TV, not. but still. Yeah. And she's just making all them, all them, uh, <laughs> But now they do these garbage. commercials, but then they say, oh, they're banned in the USA, but then they throw them up on YouTube. So are they really banned in the USA? No, nah, because we not. all are, we, we're all driven by the internet now. More people watch uh, media from the internet than they do on regular TV now. A lot of people are cutting the television off as far as with cable and satellite because of the expense. The mm-hmm. internet is the normal number one, probably the number one medium right now. You're right. You're exactly. If you want to know, if, if you want to test that, every time you watch the news, what do they say? Go to our Facebook page to see the pictures of the the event from today, or follow us on Twitter for updates on CNN, or follow Anderson Cooper or Wolf Blitzer. Wolf Blitzer has a Twitter page. How weird is that? <laughs> I mean, that's Wolf Blitzer looks like a thin Santa Claus. I mean, it's the age of time. Um, but <laughs> go ahead, Nate. I mean, uh, Alan. Well, actually, that was me. I was just, I was just saying that everything is so driven by advertising now that everything is connected. You see the kids, you see the cartoons, and on the cartoons they've got the cell phone where they send the pictures and everything. And then you look on, then right after that, the commercial comes on for Verizon 4G network. You can send pictures faster. And then you go back to this cartoon, and now the cartoon got all these text messages. So these kids start to put this stuff together. Hmm, let's see. I've got this phone with this 4G network. I can send it out real quick. I can take a picture of what I want to send and send it to my girlfriend or send it to my boyfriend. So now the boy... He gets the picture of the girl. She's butt naked on the phone. Next thing you know, he's a little boy. And honestly, you got some grown men that do this. So he sends all of his friends. Then they send it to all their friends. And then by the time they get to school, the next day, everybody in the school has seen the girl butt naked. It's just like on the movie uh, American Pie. Oh, yeah. There you go. When he sent the, the link that he thought was secure to his friends, and they went to the whole school, and the whole school sees everything. This type of stuff is really happening. And a lot of it is suggestions that's coming from our media. It's not just the cartoon. It's the music videos, too. I can't remember a time where we, especially in urban music, we loved everything that was black. If you turn on a music video, you're liable to see your favorite artist with a Morehouse sweater on. May not have gone to Morehouse, but he's just supporting it. It's everything black. We love it. Mm-hmm. I'm wearing African colors. I got a Howard University shirt on. I got an Alabama State University shirt on. I got a FAMU shirt on. And now everybody is wearing. Oh, now we we took the price from Air Force Ones from twenty nine ninety nine to one seventy nine, which makes no now, sense to me at all. Makes no sense to me at all. Same bum shoe. But because now we did a song cool. about it and it's all in the videos, it's the right. new hot shoe. And you couldn't take that same time to promote a black college? Mm-hmm. Now, Everything is advertising-driven now, now. Everything is so suggestive because they know that the parents are going to give the kids the money and the kids are going to buy whatever they see on TV. They're going to do whatever they see on TV. So, yeah, they're right. sending messages and sex in there because they're trying to sell condoms. Or, tr- or even more, now, they're trying to sell this morning-after pill. Yeah. Now, the question is, you know what I'm saying, with that, Nick, what's next for the media? Like... What's the next thing in which they're going to try to do? Is it going to be more wide open with the sexual contact on the TV where you can just see skin to skin flapping 
OTV is already like? there, dude. Yeah, I was about to say. I mean, there. I mean, I mean, I mean, you see skin to skin, but you see blanket on top of skin too now. No, uh, um, yeah. that's the network commercials, man. Remember the one with the nature and the girl basically almost having an orgasm in the shower. Uh, or something. Yeah. What was it? Now, I don't want to call the name of it, but I remember that commercial. To, I'm, I'm talking about male to female action. I ain't talking about, like, you know, situation like that. Yes, we see that. I'm talking about almost triple X pornographic situation. That's what I'm talking about. Because yeah, I think around, we, after that. Hold on, I think as we become more desensitized to... Just the aspect aspect of what sex is itself, I think it will get to that level. Because if if you think about it, man, even murder itself, seeing people dead bodies and all that on TV don't affect people like it would have 20 years ago. You know what I'm saying? They show Absolutely. so much, and we become that much desensitized to yeah. these items. Right. Go ahead, Nick. Because at first, oh, go ahead, Nick. Well, I was just gonna say, if you can go as far as look at the TV show Nip Tuck. Mm-hmm. That came on FX. Yeah. This is not this is not HBO. This is not Cinemax. This is Showtime. This is FX. You've got images of them butt naked. I mean, like you're seeing, we're seeing male butt cheeks. We're seeing women butt cheeks. We're seeing thrusting. This is a prime time TV show. I don't know if y'all remember this show back in the day, uh, NYPD Blue. Yeah. It was yeah. the same thing. You were seeing skin. I remember it was one. It was one episode where the lady walked in, the the her boyfriend or husband or whatever. He was butt naked, just got out of the shower, and she takes his hat off the hat rack and throws it, and it hangs. All you see is his thighs. Well, you see his butt, but you see the hat hanging. Clearly, she's thrown it on his erect penis. And that was back in '95. So imagine what it's going to be like 20 years from now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The movie about the showbiz madam, they had a full-on sex scene, and this came on USA. It was a full-on sex scene. The only thing they did the show were nipples. And then also the movie, um, you know, I know everybody remember this, but, like, when they started actually airing the movie Showgirl on USA... Mm-hmm. Like, that was a big thing in the media because I remember, like, the news running an actual report on that growing up about, you know, USA airing that particular movie on the air. And my thing about it is, if you go to other countries, in other countries you will see that they have images like that on television, but it's so much the norm, and it's just like, it's just like Kel said a little while ago. They um, it's during a prime time spot. It's during a time when children are generally in the bedroom, but they don't make sex a taboo on one hand, but then present it to you like the way we do in the United States. Sex is such yeah. a taboo unless it's right. advertising something. Uh-huh. Everything right. has a price. Very you can't pick or choose with it. Mm-hmm. Now, one of my favorite. Um, cartoon shows that I like and I still watch all the time and that's Family Guy Family Guy airs pretty much all day now now back when it first came out it, it only aired you know on Cartoon Network late night at 10 o'clock Adult Swim you know, on, on Adult Swim right but now it's on TBS 
and they start at six o'clock, seven seven o'clock, whichever you know time zone you in, and they air from six to probably about eight thirty. And Family Guy, they push the button all the time with their messages, all the time, from racism to classism to sexism, everything. Homosexuality, they push the button all the time on that particular show. No holes barred. Yes, some of my best clips for Talk of the Town come from Family Guy. You remember the Eddie Long clip? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the difference I will say, the one thing I will say different that's about um, about Family Guy and and even when South Park came out, you know, yeah. uh-huh. it's known ahead of time that this is not for children. This is for adults. Not even more. <laughs> not well, even more. That, that changed real quick, real quick. You got more children talking about Family Guy than adults now. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, yeah. hey, but you, you gotta think about it, man. Like, like one of the questions that you pose for the day is, does sex really sells, or does it appeal to our primal nature? It's natural for us to be sexual beings. I think we're becoming mm-hmm. oversexed because of the advertisement that we have now, and, and all the hidden messages, and, and you know, the nuances that they put out there. So if if our society didn't have this much oversexes, you know, as far as with the commercials and whatnot, would we be in the state that we're in, especially with us in the black community? I think we're getting attacked on, and I'm not trying to make this a racial racial thing, but we get attacked on all levels because of, you know, our music. Then we watch it on television. And then in our own communities where everybody thinks that if a girl look at me a certain way, she wants me. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? So are we a, a, a victim of our own, you know, primal nature, or is it the fact that they're selling us this or subliminally putting it to us all the time? Is this of our own, you know, demise? I don't know if we can just put that on ourselves. And, and the reason that I say that is because it's one thing to say, oh, yes, it's personal accountability. I definitely believe in personal accountability. But can you really call it that after being subjected to something for so long? One of the first things I learned, you know, I studied uh, communications media in college, and one of the first things they taught us was the fact that whatever we put in front of the people long enough will become reality. Yep. It wasn't it's our responsibility. And that's the thing that threw me off. It wasn't, oh, it's our responsibility to report the news. It wasn't, oh, it's our responsibility to give people the truth. No, it was whatever we put in front of the people long enough will become reality. Right. That's true. That is true. That is true. So how much does personal accountability, if I've been watching this crazy stuff since I was a kid, like really, if you go back and dissect I wish everybody could go back and just look in. If you want to get in this conversation, give us a call, too. 718-548-9972. I want everybody to write down your favorite cartoons growing up. And go back and look for the hidden meanings in there. And see how it affects your life today. Mm. I promise you'll find a pattern. I guarantee you. I guarantee you'll find a pattern. That's a good way to put it, Nick. Good way to put it. A lot of things, you know what I'm saying, like... Uh, growing up, you just didn't see. But as you get older and, you, and, and your eyes become more apparent of what's actually going on, then you go back and look at things you see. Um, it's, you know, it's a learned behavior. Like you said, if you continue to put something in front of somebody, um, 
you know, it's a learned behavior. You know, they learn to do it. They learn, to, you know, what it is, how to react to it. And now you got a new behavior. It's all psychological. Most definitely. Most definitely. So, uh, well, check this out, fellas. I got a short clip right here. This is another one that's dealing with subliminal messages as far as being like a mind control. I shortened this one up because he actually did some visual uh, subliminal message type things with his gestures. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to post this one up. But I want you all to hear this first part of it. It's about a minute long, so y'all bear with us a second. You are listening to the Middleman Talk Show, and here's another clip right here dealing with subliminal messages. Hi, I'm Mark Savage. The use and placement of subliminal messages are often based upon influencing human minds using the principle of psychological sublimation, in which the use of innuendo, inferences, illusions, propaganda, etc., is intended to influence the mind of unsuspecting recipients of subliminal messages to act in manners that are, that are familiar. Subliminal techniques have occasionally been used in advertising and propaganda. The purpose, the effectiveness, and the frequency of the application of such techniques is debated. The injection of subliminal signals at a rate that is undetectable to the human eye into advertising was outlawed by the FCC. Another form of subliminal messages is using your body to direct a person's mind. For example, when a woman looks at a man in a certain way, he may become aroused. Now, he doesn't consciously think, hmm, that woman looked at me in a suggestive way. I will now become aroused. This is a very simple subliminal message using body language. Another way to use body language is to point at yourself when you say certain things. And right from that point right there, what he's going to do is he's going to start saying certain phrases that even if you didn't recognize it and the way that he explained it, I mean, if you've seen it so much, like you said, you will feel comfortable with a person as far as pointing at yourself or covering your hand over your heart. These are things of endearment. But I'm going to post that one up and make sure you guys look at that one, and it's going to be like, wow, <laughs> we do this every day and don't even what? realize it to ourselves. Wait, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. When he was like, "Hmm, that woman just looked at me suggestively. I think I'm gonna get aroused." I almost spit the floor. Hey man, it is part of it, man. But um, okay. I mean, you, you got to think about it, man. There's there's so many aspects, you know, outside of just television, man. Our music, uh. Books that we read, or signs, billboard signs, um, just yeah. like we were talking about a while ago. Um, me and uh, Alan were discussing why, in certain predominantly black neighborhoods, you will see. Uh, and I know Jen is a big uh, proponent for this particular that uh, what's that? A uh, child, uh, early child development, parent, or parent childhood, parent childhood, parent childhood. But you see it in a lot of black neighborhoods. But when you look yeah. in white neighborhoods, you see fertility clinics. So, I mean, that's subliminal right there in itself, too. We want you to have babies, but we don't want y'all to have no babies. It's right there in front of your feet. You know who's really bad about it now? And because, just going back to what you were saying about the popularity of the Internet, the blogs are horrible about it. Oh, yeah. The blogs are absolutely horrible horrible about it. They'll do something uh, like, well, this is... um, Who's hot? Who wore it best to the BMAs or the BET Awards? And they'll have, you know, it, it'll be a multitude of beautiful women there. 
but they'll pick the women that have the most scantily clad outfits on. And if you look right next to it, if you look right next to it, you'll see an advertising for diet pills or for sur- or, 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 or for some type of plastic surgery or the insanity DVDs or anything like that. So, and everything is now, the crazy thing is, it's gone from trying to influence society to think a certain way to influence society to just buy. And you know what, man? The funny part of it is, too, man, Nick, I wonder how many people really started smoking cigarettes because of commercials. When they used to, you know, the ones they can't air anymore. When the cool people were smoking cigarettes. What about the people that started drinking? And remember remember how they made the Bud Light commercials look like they were having so much fun and and doing all these different wild and crazy things? But they recently just started showing commercials what happened on the after effect. So, I mean, I think society somewhat wants to see a change, but... Either way it goes, it's going to be so many hidden messages in there that it's going to continue on. Right. And why And why always, you know, if y'all remember, you know, as far as I listen about there, the Coke 45 commercials were always aired towards who? Black. Yeah. Say <laughs> nine. Well, I, I was just about to say, any commercial that has dealt with any type of alcoholic beverage has been geared towards us. So the uh, Loco Forty, that what that Loco and Loco Forty, whatever that crap is, man. The Four Locos. Yeah. Cause we ain't finna mess with that like that. No. Liquid crack. Think about it. You have, one thing you haven't seen that many commercials on Four Locos as it is. No, but we haven't. If you remember, I remember when Snoop Dogg was on the St. Ives commercial, and I remember I was like, "Oh, Snoop just dropped a new single. Oh, that's hot. That's hot." And all of a sudden, St. Ives. I'm like, "What the hell?" <laughs> Yeah, that was kind of funny, though. Yeah, they had for, all of the movies, for all of the yeah. movies that Billy D. Williams has done in his career, a great acting career, he's going to ever be known for his Colt 45. 45, that's right. Can't get around it. <laughs> yep. He can't get yep. around it. That's all there is to it. And then, then you know what? That, that, that right did a Bud Light commercial or something. You know, that kind of leads to that next question, man, and we kind of got into it a little bit, but why racism, sexism, and classism are always targeting young girls and children and other people. So there's a lot of racism in some of these cars. I mean, if I see another Kentucky Fried Chicken with black folks sitting up there smacking in there eating chicken, I'm going to be mad. Oh, yeah. Not all black you know what's so crazy? Chicken. They're so blatant with it now. If you go, oh. if you can find a KFC near a predominantly white neighborhood, go in there look at the images on the walls. You're going to see family atmospheres, like you're going to see them maybe at the park at a picnic, or they may be at the dinner table or something like that. But go to the ones by the hood. Mm-hmm. Yep. Go to the yep. ones by the hood. You're going to see one, a, a single black woman or a single black male. It's never family-oriented. Hey, man, we're going, to go in the we're going to take this caller right here, okay? All right. All right, call a four two nine seven two. You're live with the middleman. What's going on? Call a four two. They probably hit the button by mistake. Call a four two if you want to get back in. Just uh, press number one again, and uh, it'll take you out. Then press number one so we can see that you uh, would like to get in the conversation again. All right. Okay, I think you do. All right, caller, you live. Yes, sir. What's up, hey, man? what's going on? Oh man, still learning, still can't, still, still keep it up on the things. No, this is Black Man Thirty Seven. 
Oh, what's up, Black Man 37? Oh, sorry about that, brother. What's going on, family? No, man, no, no. What's good? What's good, man? We appreciate you calling in, man. Oh, I appreciate it. Thank you for taking my call. No, I was yeah. going to say, they did a, I don't know if y'all discussed this, but they had a movie that was talking about subliminal messages. I mean, yeah. although he made it as entertainment, but you ever seen the movie They Live? Which one? They Live. John they Carpenter, live. Yeah. They uh-huh. Live. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right there okay. should tell anybody. Right. All the subliminal messages he was they were throwing out there that the aliens kept people quiet. They didn't know because yeah. they didn't have those special glasses to see. In other words, right. you don't have the third eye understanding of what's going That's on true. before you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And um, the older movies in the early eighties, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Matter of fact, uh, it was in the eighties. Yeah. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. I forgot the guy's name that played in it. Looked like Roddy Roddy Piper. Roddy Piper and Keith right. Davis. They will put they will put those glasses on where you can actually see everybody. Right. Right. And then when it came to those porn magazines, it said procreate. When you can see yeah. it, it's that you know the emblem mission was procreate. Yeah, man. Um, but they've been throwing this stuff in cartoons for years. I remember all those old Bugs Bunny cartoons where he was yep. in blackface or he was in drag. Oh, yeah. Yep. There you go. Oh, every they cartoon he kissed a man that was in a dress. Everything was yeah. Tom, and Tom and Jerry, they did that too. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that chicken. We always talk about that chicken. Hey, boy. Always to the little brown. Hey, boy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Foghorn Leghorn was the most racist. Oh, my goodness. And it was always going to talk smack to the little black chicken hawk. Yeah. I say, boy. I mean, I say, boy. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that crap right now, boy. Now he's on that that Geico commercial, and that chicken hawk goes in with that club. Mm -hmm. On top of that head. You know. What what do you think about some of the things that you've seen in the media, um, my man, as far as like the sexual aspects and how they're targeting our young children and youth, uh, with with, with the, the dress that they have out there and always targeting them with going after older men because y'all notice a lot of these little girls like older men, who look at his body or they trying to wear the short mini dresses because they see their favorite actress or actor with a certain type of clothing on. What do y'all think about that? Well, I mean, I'm sorry, go ahead. I was going to say this. I was going to say, what's the best way to continue to keep your product selling? You get after the young because, see, that's the generation that's going to come up. And if you can program at a young age, you'll have them for 20 and 30 years until the next crop comes up. Yep. Consumers. You're breeding consumers. Right. Like The Matrix. The Matrix was talking about, I mean, that movie had so many different hidden messages in it. It wasn't hidden. It was just blatant. Yeah, he was true. telling you, well, this is the field, and we grow our own. Well, wait a minute. Actually, it's talking about they're cultivating people's minds so that they will continuously be dependent on the system that we've designed. True. Mm-hmm. That's really what it's saying, you know, and that's why they do it. That's why they always target the young with sugar, with candy, with snacks, with drinks, with toys, because I'm going to continue to keep their mind, and then... I'm going to get them while they're young, so I'm going to throw that little sexuality in there. Mm-hmm. And then also, this is how I'm also going to turn it, because I've noticed this in the past six or seven years, that they always put a little black girl with a little white boy and a little white girl with a little black girl. That's true. That's true. Yep. Yep. One other thing I found funny, too, you know, even, even like what you're saying as far as with the children, and you look at our nation as it is now, 
we're all a bunch of consumers, and that's one reason why we're in this situation with this so-called quote-unquote debt crisis. We're not we're not being able to buy what they're putting out there. You got not no, not enough demand on the supply. So if that's the case, should that break the cycle of people when they know they can't afford something, or would they just go out there and start acting crazy to get it because they've been trained conditionally, subliminally, to go out there and get it? Would that continue? Hmm. Well, I mean, they can go out there and try to get it all they want, but it seems to me that it's coming to a point where a lot of the food and stuff is getting scarce. Oh, yeah. Yes. Because water is a, a half a basket of groceries. Right. Water's contaminated. Yep, sure is. You know what I'm saying? So, Black yeah, they can Stay away that. from bottled water. Black people, stay away from bottled water. You heard it here. Mm-hmm. We have a comment off the chat board. Um, uh, Tyser Gray, I think that's how you say his name or her name, um, said that they bought their children some, you know, some Batman, Superman, and Justin Lee DVDs, and they had to keep them due to the curse. Oh yeah, oh yeah, cursing, the cursing on the Justice League uh, cartoon. Yes, they even they actually have one Superman cartoon where you got Superman in the bed with. Lois Lane and she's wiping her brow because she's been sweating because he just put it down. Right. Really. Crazy. But you know what? I like what I like what Black Man said about the Matrix. Man, that was a lot to take in for the average person. It was too much because it's it's just showing you right there that you have a choice to be a consumer or just be open to the mind of I'm not finna fall for your system. That's right. something else. I ain't even think about the Matrix. Any other movies yeah. you guys re- recall that you know was on that level of just throwing it out there like that? There was a movie in the eighties. I can't remember the name of it. I would have to look it up. But it starred Dudley Moore. I don't know if you remember him. But um, it was a movie where he was an ad exec, and he wanted to do honest advertising. He said that the advertising was too cr- it was too suggestive. You know, people weren't people were being duped into buying things. And so he would write up ads like, you know, for the new sob. He was like, uh, the ad says something like, it's frumpy, it looks like a box, but at least it saves you on gas. And his company had him committed to a psych ward because they said he was crazy for trying to do that in advertising. And he actually ended up, the funny thing about the movie was, all the people that were in the psych ward with him, he actually ended up starting his own ad company with them, and they all put out these honest advertising this honest advertising, and it actually, when the consumers saw it, it was like, okay, this will make me buy this because at least I know what I'm getting ahead of time. But the corporations were like, oh no, this, we can't say these things. We can't say these right. things. They can't know the truth about it, and they deemed it as being crazy. And this was back in like maybe '82, '83. Wow. Well, um, Black Man, man, we thank you for calling in and supporting us again today, man. We appreciate you every time you do call in, my man. Thank you. I appreciate okay, it, y'all. Thank you. Thank you very much. Have a good evening. You right. too, also. Hey, man, I, it's, it's a lot of stuff out there, man, and I think it is it targeted. Is. It's going to always stay targeted as long as we become a nation and stay a nation of consumers. Um, it's amazing to me how we haven't woke up. As he said, the third eye hasn't awakened. It's amazing. we just deadly falling for it. Right. And, uh, you know, they're subjecting our kids to sexuality to a degree where, I mean, that's...
sexual beings. That's what it seems well, like. Well, we all know there's money in sex, so that's where that comes from. That's true. Nah, um, that, that's, there's money in sex. All right, Nick, uh, did you want to still try to do the talk of the town today? We got something for you if you want to do it, man. Yeah, man, you took away all my sound effects, so I'm gonna, I want to do it without my sound effects, but I'm, I'm good to go. All right. Uh, uh, I, I can still do it. Everybody out there listening, this is the amazing first time ever, ever, ever. No, I'm just playing. This nigga talking to town. Hold on, let me get you something. Let me get you something that'll sit there right now, right now, right now, right now. Look at this shit. There you go, Nick. Go ahead with the talk of town, baby. Alright, what's up world, this is your man Nick Eden And I'm here with the talk of the sound Johnny Gill's current record label Notify Records CEO Ira DeWitt has dropped a, a defamation lawsuit Against a veteran R&B singer He's quoted as saying I'm elated to continue this journey That I have started with Ira and Notify Records Through conflict we have found a resolution And not to mention I found my friend again I could only hope that the situation That was given for our, to our conflict Will be given as an example we set with our resolution. His sixth album, Still Winning, is expected to be released October 11th, 2011. Now, people want to know if there are any other victims of a man that they say poses as a cop and robs people in their own homes. Elijah Collins has been indicted on 17 felony charges. Collins allegedly attacked Don Miller, who said he was hit so hard in the head, his ear bled. Miller said Collins didn't act like a police officer until Miller was in a compromising position. He said that his connection to Collins began with a phone call via an adult chat line. The conversation led to Miller inviting him over to his home in Portland, and he said that they were, uh, once they got intimate, Miller said that it gets when it's a cop mode. He quoted saying, that's when, they flipped, that's when he flipped me over. He was a bigger guy than I am. Put the handcuffs on me behind my back. He told me that he was a policeman, and he had to. I'm sorry. He had to drill down pretty good. He said that, sir, calm down. We are looking to crack down on internet sex. Currently, Cohen was picked up on a parole violation. So now they're looking for everybody to come forward. If you've been attacked, if you've been in the gay chat line, and you've been looking for this guy. And he comes in, he robs your home. They've got him in custody, so anybody out there listening, if you've been robbed by the gay cop, go ahead and come forward. The question is, a compromising position? Man, he got on that internet trying to look for one of them, uh, them, them as Doug G would say, them fruit booth police officers, and uh, got caught up and robbed. <laughs> hey, hell no. Man, that's too crazy. You know what, man? You can't trust nobody out here nowadays, man. You try to do what's right here as the officer. He's supposed to be upholding and protecting the the people, and even though he was fake, but still, man, what if a real cop? You met him on a chat line, on a gay chat line online. What did you think was gonna happen? People, stop inviting these people into your houses. That's true. Freely. Freely. Wow. <laughs> a compromising position. That's what I'm still stuck on. His nephew found him. After yeah. the guy robbed him, his nephew was the one that found him. Uh, handcuffed in a compromising position with a fella. <laughs> Hell no. Well, uh, man, we appreciate everybody that did listen to the 
Little Man Talk Show today. We appreciate the Knicks being able to do that live for us today, man. Thank you very much, you too, Alan, for your great insight. Black Man 37, Tyson Gray. We appreciate everybody that's listening on the web right now, everybody that was on the phone line with us today. We appreciate each and every one of you. Uh, Al, go ahead and recap, and we're going to go ahead and take this one out today. We appreciate y'all. Now, today, people, of course, today, the title of today's subject, excuse me, was Hidden Sensuality in Media. Now, we talked about a lot of things from uh, media and all shapes and forms as far as music, TV shows, cartoons, and some of the things that our children watch every day. Now, have you ever looked at something and been able to actually point it out? That's the question. And some of the things that we pointed out is why are some of the programmers hiding the sexuality in certain forms of media? Does sex really sell or does it appear more to our primal nature? And also we discussed why is racism, sexism, and classism always targeted at our young children and other people. So, appreciate everybody for tuning in to the Little Men Show today. Oh, yeah. Going down, baby. Make sure y'all tune in this Thursday for another Talk of the Town. We're going to have a special guest, if I'm not mistaken. Should we go ahead and announce that right now? Or is that, or is that the week out? No. No. <laughs> no? No. Let's not announce it just yet. All right. Well, y'all keep tuning in. We got a special guest coming up, all right? All right. Well, we good. And uh, we out. Yeah, man. Middleman shouted, Big Creek shouted. Now nah, I ain't sure what you was tuning in to. We'll pay attention to the real talk. What we here for? Go take a listen time out. Take a minute. Shout in and learn some. Put your mind to grind the world. You destined to earn some. Linda, yeah. Comment on what you hear. Let's figure out this master plan and put this thing in gear. Don't matter if you hood or you corporate. Don't get you got a will to do way better than you were doing. Well, then you fortunate. Take a stand. Stop complaining about what you ain't got. Hating on the next man because he was dying to wreck shop. Every Sunday, tune in. Go live 6 p.m. Blog Talk Radio.com. The middle me. Hey. What's happening in the middle man? Hey, what's happening in the middle man? Hey, what's happening in blogtalkradio.com? The middle man. Hey, man, I want to send a shout out to everybody that listen to our show and get the time messed up. Shout out to you. I get messages on Facebook of, uh, I want to check the show out. We're going out. Yep. How you figure that? This is my turn this week, Al, to do a Joe Jackson on everybody. Get on time, boy. Feel <laughs> me, go get a switch. Make you want to face. Yeah, matter of fact, you ain't even got to say it. We going to do it for him right now, because this is the dedicated to all y'all that miss our show and ain't on time, because you know what? We going Put the motherfucker in the face! We got a couple other things that's coming down the pipe. Uh, I want to give a shout out to my man Chris Jones. Uh, we haven't forgot about you, brother. Uh, we got a couple other things working with our brothers out there in Kansas City, Missouri. Uh, a couple other things coming up with Talk of the Town and a new show that has been introduced. Uh, well, it's in the works with the Middleman Talk Show. Uh, Hey, this brand is growing. Hey, we're doing it, Jack. As our man Del G would say, hey, Jack, we're doing it. Yeah, man. Church. 
Al, I see you ain't on your throne no more, so I guess we're going to have to listen to Jay-Z and Kanye. What the hell y'all talking about, man? Watch the throne, Al. Watch the throne. Little inside joke going on over there. <laughs> the porcelain prince. <laughs> hey, y'all make sure y'all tune in next week. Uh, Jen, hey, man, I know you downloading these show. Jen is down in Brazil, in Amazon, swinging with the Amazon. Going down. Make sure you tune in next week. We'll holler at y'all on Thursday. 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central. If you don't know what time zone you're in, email us and ask us. Right. Thank you once again. Any, any final words there after? You never say nothing but yeah, right, sure, yep, yep. That's our catchphrase. Bye. Damn. That's how you feel? Peace out. We out. I'm trying to talk to y'all. Oh.